Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for May 12th, 2021. It's Wednesday. You've made it halfway through the week, so congratulations to you. Well done. Or, you know, if you happen to be listening in Australia, as I was reminded earlier today, you are uh, listening to this on Thursday because it's already Thursday over there. Isn't that that's so weird? 14 hours ahead from where I am, and that's just that's how it is. It's already tomorrow there, so good for them. Good for you if you're there. You made it. Yeah, so the reason, and well, actually, before I get into that, let's check in. How are you? I want you to just take a moment, maybe even pause the podcast and just think about how you're doing and think about something that you did today or yesterday that you feel really good about. I'll I'll give you a moment. Go Go ahead and pause. All right. All right. So you're back. You thought of something. Focus on that thing and hold on to it because you did something good yesterday today and I'm proud of you. You did it. (laughs) So getting back to what I was saying about Australia is we recorded a podcast today, not with someone from Australia, but we recorded a podcast today with someone who is part of the Crossplane Maintainers crew. And I don't want to ruin the surprise when the podcast episode airs, but it was a great episode, a lot of really awesome information, and it got me and Ethan thinking about different architectures and and things that are really important when it comes to cloud implementations. And one of the things that came up, and we want to do a whole episode around, is building an identity architecture for the cloud era in a multi-cloud scenario. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, the thing that came up in the podcast we recorded today was the difficulty of working with so many different identity providers when you're working both on-premises and in the cloud. So let's think about some of the different providers you might be using. Well, if you're in AWS, then you have IAM. The thing about IAM is it's not a unified system, right? You have an IAM tenant or whatever they want to call it, for every single account you have in AWS. And I'm sure that made sense at the time they designed it, and it's a little bit late to change it now. So they had to do a lot of stuff with cross-account authentication, assuming roles. It, It got a little thorny, but that's the authentication method that they chose. So now you have potentially all these different AWS accounts with different user identities in each one. You can kind of uniform them by doing that assume role feature and have like a central account that has your user accounts in it, and then they just assume roles and other accounts, it gets a little hairy. And they I know they think they have organizations to help you out with that. But yeah, so that's just AWS. Now let's assume that you've gone into more than one cloud. So maybe now you're using Microsoft Azure. Well, Azure uses Azure AD, Azure Active Directory, and it's not actual Active Directory. It's a reimagined version of Active Directory. It's the same Azure Active Directory that actually backs the authentication for Microsoft 365, formerly Office 365, formerly BPOS. <laughs> if you go all the way back, it was called BPOS back in the day. And the Azure AD construct has been there basically since the beginning because they needed a way to authenticate folks. Now, the nice thing about the Azure AD model is you can have more than one subscription in Azure, which would be like the closest analogy to accounts in AWS. You can have more than one subscription in Azure associated with the same Azure Active Directory tenant. 
And that makes things a little bit easier because now at least you can have, you know, 100 subscriptions all tied to the same tenant. And then you have the same group of users that you're using for role based access control. But still, it's yet another tenant you have to deal with. And then I'm assuming you probably still have your on premises environment, which is using some type of LDAP or Active Directory for authentication. I know in many of the environments that I worked in, there was an LDAP service that was used by a lot of the Linux team. And then there was a separate Active Directory instance that was used by other members of the team. And maybe there was a third system that synchronized the LDAP being used by Linux and the Active Directory being used by the Windows admins and the general population, or maybe there wasn't. So there's at least two more identity sources there, but it gets worse, right? Because with the explosion of SaaS based offerings, each of those SaaS offerings needs to use some sort of authentication and authorization method. And a lot of them have opted to enable you to use single sign on from something like a Google account or an Azure Active Directory account or some other third party provider, but they also maintain some internal portions. And when you think about it, it's the difference between authentication and authorization. Authentication is the process of verifying you are who you say you are. Authorization is the determination of what you should actually be able to do in that environment. So oftentimes the authentication is handled by a third party provider or several potential third party providers. And then you have the authorization being handled internally by the application. Being able to handle it external to the application is again, another can of worms. So assume maybe you're running 30 to 40 of these applications in your environment as you know, SaaS software as a service, that's 40 to 50 additional authentication identity things plus authorization on top of that. Now it's getting really complicated, right? So it's no surprise that there's been a steady rise in solutions that try to offer identity as a service, try to manage all these disparate places where you have identities and bring them into a unified view that someone can actually work with. Now the question becomes, what is your source of truth for identity? Or do you have multiple sources of truth? And that gets even more difficult. Traditionally, your source of truth would probably be either LDAP or Active Directory on premises. And then you would synchronize those accounts to AWS or Azure or anywhere else that you wanted to have those accounts exist. But it also sometimes that synchronization synchronization process synchronized the account and the password, but the actual sign on and authentication mechanism was handled by whatever that provider was. So if you were logging into AWS, it's not sending you over to Active Directory to authenticate. Traditionally, there is a way to sort of set that up. But traditionally, you wouldn't be doing that, you would be having your account synchronized to your AWS account, and then actually logging in through IAM. So I guess this is just a whole long winded way of saying that identity in a multi cloud and SaaS world gets incredibly complicated. And I know that there's a lot of protocols that have bubbled up to help handle this complexity, you have things like OAuth that are supposed to help you handle this back and forth of authentication and they do it. OIDC is an implementation of OAuth too, I believe. And that's something I've actually worked with a bit because I've been doing some stuff with Vault and Boundary from HashiCorp 
that uses OIDC with, and in my case, I'm using it with Azure Active Directory. But again, when you think about the complexities that exist with identity, and this is just trying to get identities consistent across multiple platforms, we haven't even got into the permissioning model in all of these different platforms as well. You don't want to give people too many permissions wherever they're using their login. So how do you properly restrict that? And how do you even start to get a view of all the different places where that account touches? That is really difficult. My goodness. And I guess that's why you see the rise of things like Auth0, uh, what's another one? Okta is another one. There's definitely a bunch of other solutions in this space. And their goal is to try to be that central hub for identity and authentication as much as they can. And, you know, if you look at the market valuation of those solutions, there's definitely something going on there. They're definitely making money. So <laughs> obviously it's working for them. So I guess the episode that I want to have is designing an identity architecture for the modern cloud deployment. And I think I've got a guest lined up for it. So I'm pretty excited about that episode. I hope you'll be excited to tune in to day two cloud and hear that. That's going to do it for me today. As always, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. If you have thoughts about identity in the cloud, I want to hear them, you know, hit me up on Twitter or LinkedIn. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Let, let me know what you think about managing identity. I know it's a vexing problem for a lot of people out there. And until next time, stay healthy, stay safe out there. Bye for now.